Hello and welcome to ASMR Tirar de Huello. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today, we want to make sure you know how much we appreciate you. Thank you for listening and being a part of our podcast family. If you enjoy what we do, please take a moment to share your favorite episode with someone. It really does help our podcast grow. How's it going? Yeah, I got a little throat bug. I'm so glad you joined me today on Valentine's Day. Maybe I can get up close to the microphone. with this lozenger in my mouth. I can make some really cool sounds. Would you like that? I think I would. feathers across the microphone. Did you get everything you wanted for Valentine's Day? Hmm? I know I did. (laughs) I was hoping you'd ask. So what do I want? Day, I want everyone in my life that I care about to get a nice card, a nice um, Valentine's Day card, and I want them to be happy. So I try very hard to make everyone happy in my life, and I just realized. I sent Valentine's Day cards to um, all the little ladies in my life, but I didn't send one to my little girl. I forgot. I don't know if she'd want a Valentine's from her daddy. (laughs) I just don't know if she'd want one. I don't think I've ever sent her. Now that she's an adult, it might be sweet to send one, but I don't know. I probably won't. I did get to see her today, though. I had to drop some paperwork off to her at college, 
first thing in the morning. On my way home from work. I stopped and uh, got to just say good morning, you know, like, hey, how you doing? I love her so much. She's such a sweet kid. And she's no trouble at all. She, I know everybody thinks girls are spoiled and daddy's little girl and they, dad spoils her and dad gives her everything. Well, she is a little, a little spoiled and she's daddy's little princess, princess, little princess Mackie's and Mike's pleasure palace. That's what I've heard, you know, Mike just lets him do whatever. That's okay. But she doesn't get into my pocket like my boys did. My boys seem to be more dependent on me than she is. Girls, they get grown up and independent in their own way really early on. And though she might need money here and there for things, it's not the same as the boys. Plus, I had the boys close together, two of them. So it just always seemed like they were getting in my pocket more often probably than they were. And it's probably no different for her than it is for them, but it just has a different feel for it, you know. It's kind of funny. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? How the memory puts things together. But she's a great kid. And she's doing tremendously well in college. She has a wonderful roommate. They get along great. Um, she's doing real well with her uh, boyfriend. They're, they're getting along really well. He's turning out to be the current boy, boyfriend. They have so many. You know, not to brag, but uh, she's a pretty girl, so she never had trouble getting boyfriends. But this one, he's sticking around. He's uh, He's impressing me pretty good. He looks like he might be somebody she wants to uh, share her future with, but I know they're just dating right now, so I don't want to jinx them. But we all know how these things go. And uh, he's he's a good kid. I like him. So, And, you know, that's funny. I never was weird about my kids dating. I don't know if I've ever talked about this, <laughs> especially with complete strangers, but... You know, when I sit down to talk to you, I don't feel like I'm talking to strangers. I feel like I'm talking to my friends, my audience, uh, my viewers, whatever you want to call yourselves. You're like, when I say, you know, at Terror Nation, I didn't coin that phrase. One of my viewers did. And uh, I just don't think of you guys as you guys and gals. You know, I don't want to leave anybody out. I don't think of you as my audience or my viewers. I really do think of you as friends and family. A lot of times in these videos, I'm talking to somebody specific. I mean, I have a, an image of the person sitting in front of me. And uh, I'm talking to them directly. And in this case, I feel like I'm talking to several of you on Valentine's Day. You know, guys and gals, 
and just want you to feel welcome. I want you to feel loved. That's right. I want you to feel loved. I want you to feel comforted. I want you to feel like you're part of my life too. And I want to be a part of your life. I want to make you feel included and tell you things about myself, my family, my children. You know, you can share personal information and still keep it vague and open and, you know, not overshare. And it really means a lot to me to just get up against the microphone here and talk to all of you. And I don't know. Share a moment. Just a little. Moment in time together. Like friends. Sharing a glass of wine or beer. Just relaxing. And I tell a lot of people that. Both men and women. That, hey, maybe we'll sit down and have a beer sometime, you know, or... We could share a glass of wine. I'm not a big wine drinker, but I have learned that if somebody knows wines very well, I always say, sure, I'll have a glass of wine. Because I know it's going to be an experience. Because they're knowledgeable and people usually pick up very good wine. And I always enjoy the company of somebody when I'm at their tavern, their pub, or their local bar, as we call them in the United States, you know, you go down and hang out in the bar, it's usually what we call them, we don't call them pubs, um, I usually say, well, what are you having? Well, I'm going to try what you have, and then we'll go back to the swill I drink, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't drink as much as I used to, but when I do, I really enjoy the company of somebody. I, uh, I can have a soda or, you know, a, a Sprite or just a glass of water, ice water with a swizzle stick in it. I don't have to have alcohol to enjoy the company of my friends. And But it's nice to have a drink once in a while and just share a genuine moment with friends and family. I think I'm going to drag this feather across the microphone. I like that. I really like that. Let's do a little round robin of it. No, I just felt like doing that real quick. And, uh, recently, um, oh, I don't even know where I was at. I'm lost. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I wanted to, uh, talk about friends in particular. Uh, sometimes people write me and I think they worry that, you know, is he for real? Is he really? Is he? I want you to know I'm as real as I can be. I'm as... 
transparent as I can be. When I go to meet uh, members of my audience in public, I always have my wife and my daughter with me or, or other family members. And I introduce everyone and uh, I make sure my family is introduced and meets everyone. And, uh, you know, I want people to know that we're not fake. I know there's this impression sometimes that we still hide uh, who we really are behind a veneer. You know, we only show people what we want them to see. And there's a lot of truth to that because, well, when you've been on YouTube or been doing podcasts as long as I have, you have to hide some of yourself. You have to keep some of yourself private. Because otherwise it, it just, you give away too much of yourself and it's, I don't know how to describe it. it, it, it you don't have any privacy. So, for instance, um, meeting with members of my audience at my house, for, or my home, for instance, would be a no-no. Just like it would be a no-no for me to go and meet members of my audience at, the, at their home. It wouldn't be a comfortable situation. It would There'd be too much pressure to impress or you know, you'd be worried about appearances you know, you'd be worried about what I thought of your home or what I thought of how you live and I I don't want any of that on top of the meeting I don't want the pressure of all of that so it's I don't think it's conducive to a good relationship, and I don't think it adds anything. You know, it might seem like it would be cozy to go to somebody's house and, you know, sit in front of a fire, share a glass of wine, and have, you know, a deep intellectual conversation, and, you know, talk about videos and the kind of work we do in ASMR. But I think there would be too much pressure to both impress me and me to feel like I wanted you to be at ease. It wouldn't be natural. I've noticed that if you get people out in public at a, a, at a pub or a bar, they loosen up so fast. When they first meet you, they're a little bit cagey and a little bit nervous. I'm going to get one more lozenger. Hang on a minute. Very nice. You know, everybody's a little nervous. You know, you shake hands. You tell them who you are. And I'll tell you a secret about me. You tell me, hi, I am such and such. And the minute you say your name, I instantly forget. <laughs> I have this it's not a short term memory problem it's I don't know what it is when I meet people I instantly forget their name when you introduce me to someone you could come into the room introduce yourself to me hi I am such and such 
Okay, I have to go to the bathroom. We'll be right back. You can go relieve yourself, wash your hands, wipe your face, get yourself presentable, come back out. Okay, how are you doing? And I would go, oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I'm Mike Weil on Twitter channel. And you'd be like, uh, we already met. I just met you, you know, like two minutes ago. Oh, <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, but you'll have to tell me who you are again. I I don't know the exact medical term for it, but what I usually do is when I meet somebody, especially somebody that's very nervous, they're meeting Dr. Andrew Michaels, the character I play. And, you know, he's Tara Deguilo, he's the guy on YouTube. And I'm cognizant of the fact that you know, I I have a, a limited amount of celebrity for what I've been doing for eight years now. And I should be grateful for anybody that would want to come and meet me anywhere, anytime, you know. Being aware of that, I always want to be sensitive. So when I meet someone, what I do is, and this is really cool, or I think it's cool, you probably think I'm insane. Okay, somebody walks up to me, his name is Sam. Let's just say Sam. Hi, TR. They, they usually say TR. They don't say Mike or Dr. Andrew Michaels. They say, hey, TR. My name is Sam. I really want to meet you. I love your videos, blah, blah, blah. I go, hello, Sam. So I say the name, but then on my head, I am going, Sam, 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 Sam. That face is Sam. That's Sam's face. This is Sam. And I'm constantly repeating their name over and over again in my head trying to get it to sink in past my short-term memory and match the face with the name and i still i still blow it i remember meeting this group of wonderful young kids over the summer and i can't remember i gotta look up their names i uh, and luckily i did write them down so i had a little bit of common sense i think i told my daughter to write all their names down it's, that might be a reason why I bring my daughter and my wife to all these things. Please write down all their names. Because they know I can't remember. I've been to weddings, funerals, um, oh, graduation parties. Very important events. And Mike, I'd like you to meet this person. It's very important. Shh, name's gone. Right out of my head. The minute... The minute we quit shaking hands and the name has left their lips, it's gone. So a lot of times my family, they can't leave me alone at social events because, not because I can't take care of myself, of course I can, but I really need help with social interaction. Because what happens is, as confident as I am, I'm very, I have no problem with my self-esteem, who I am, don't get nervous, very brave, very courageous, love speaking in public, it doesn't bother me a bit, but you get a, a, a strange form of social anxiety when you forget people's names and you insult them, and I feel so 
absolutely devastated when I do that because I've insulted them. You know, when you turn to somebody and say, hey, it was really nice meeting you, Fred, and their name is Frank. And they're like, Frank. And I'm like, no, yeah, Frank. And then two minutes later, you do it again because you think you remember that it's Frank. But in my brain, it's Fred again because once you get it stuck in your head wrong, you keep saying it wrong. Oh my goodness. It's, it's just, it's, it's not like social anxiety, like I'm on an anxiety attack. It's more like I just, it gets worse and worse and worse. You just get hot and sweaty and you get nervous and you're like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm, and then you think you forgot everybody's name because now your mind's playing tricks on you and you think you're not remembering anyone's name. And it's really miserable. And it's really strange because if you ask me to get up in front of a television camera, not a problem. Go to a movie studio, jump into a scene, read some lines, not a problem. Um, stand on your mark, read the lines, look right at the camera, not a problem. Um, interact improvisationally with someone, not a problem. All my videos... I know, believe it or not, are usually one take, very few edits, and they're improvisational. I do a little prep work with what I want to do with the um, triggers and the props, so they're all kind of laid out. And I've been doing this a while, so I kind of got, like, okay, I got an idea what I want to do with everything. And the order which everything's going to go in, that's all laying there. And I have other props in case something goes wrong. Okay. But that's, none of that's a problem. I can go on and on and on. Love to talk. I mean, I've been doing this podcast for so long. And I absolutely just love going on and on and on and talking to all of you. It is a blast. But when I meet an individual and, okay, you're, you're Nancy. Okay. Oh, my God. What was her name? It's gone doesn't matter how pretty she is, how sweet they are, how nice they are, how much we've talked. That name was gone the minute she said it. Now I'm stuck. Now I'm waiting for someone to get me out of this. Because I have this other problem where I can't... I shouldn't tell this problem because people will tease me and pick on me. I can't disengage from someone in a social environment... You have to disengage. I can't say, well, it was really nice talking to you, but I got to get going now. I'm stuck. I can't do it. I'm afraid of being offensive. Plus, I can't remember your name. So I can't say, hey, you know what, Nancy? It's really great to meet you. I've got to get going. So, um, nope, nope, can't do it. First of all, I don't know her name. I don't know who, who I'm talking to. I, I don't know where I'm at. And I'm blowing it. And here I am doing it again. Forgot. So it's really weird. And I've been stuck at funerals and weddings talking to a person for an hour because I can't get away from them. I can't socially disengage. It's really strange. And it's not that I don't want to talk to the person, but I'm standing there 
for an hour. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I don't know what to do. I, I, you run out of things to talk about. And I'm like, what am I going to do here? And I'm stuck. <laughs> and that's what's going through my mind. And you start to not panic, but it's like, oh, what am I going to do? And uh, I can't remember their name. So I can't say, well, I got, you know, well, it was really nice meeting you, Mike. Yeah, it was really nice meeting you. <laughs> I think there was a Seinfeld episode where he forgot his girlfriend's name and he kept calling her you. She'd go, oh, Jerry, I love you. And, you know, she'd hug him and he'd go, oh, you, oh, you, I love you. <laughs> and seeing that it's Valentine's Day, maybe it's okay to say, I love you. Because <laughs> I'm talking to you. And that's okay. You guys are great. All you guys and gals are wonderful people. And you make my life special and dynamic every freaking day. And I love the comments. I love talking to my audience. I love interacting. And you might think that all the hearts and the um, upvotes on your comments and my replies. You might think they're robotic or a program or something. No, they're me. Absolutely me. Not my family, nobody else. I know you. I may not recognize everybody every time, but I know you. And I actually met some different members of my audience where they'll introduce themselves. Like they'll say, this is my account on I'm like, oh my God, that's you. I, I, I've known you for years. Like, it, that's you put a face with the name, and it's so cool to meet somebody that way, or to meet, you know, um, like I had somebody on Facebook say, "This is who I am on YouTube, but don't tell anybody." And I'm like, I'm not gonna tell anybody. And it's just somebody that's shy. They don't want everybody to know who they are, you know, and they just appreciate my work and. You know, in my own way, I've helped them be better about, you know, um, not being shy about who they are. So, you know, my audience has helped me, and in return, I've helped them. And it, it's that's what friends do. You know, that's what friends and family do. They, they take care of each other. They look out for each other, and they help each other. Well, I've uh, I've been on a diet lately. As you can tell, my stomach likes to growl constantly. Um, I apologize for that. But uh, maybe we can sit down and have a beer and talk about it sometime. But until then, I think I should end it here. Um, happy Valentine's Day to all of you out there. I really enjoy sitting down and doing this every week. I love coming up with crazy, goofy ideas. I like just doing whatever I feel like. So there may not be consistency, and it may not be the same thing every week. You know, we go from massage videos to cryptids and monsters and paranormal and ghosts, and then we go back to massage. And then we do the conversation matters, and then I do these little asides where we talk about personal things. I talk about my personal history and my family and all of you and... And then I do some other crazy ones like the conspiracy stuff, you know, where I'm mumbling, mumbling, mumbling up against the microphone. 
like it to be different. I want everybody to come here and go, wow, you know, that was, that was not what I expected or, hey, that was what I expected. I don't know. Just, I want you to have as much fun as I have. If you want me to do just consistency, you know, true crime, week in, week out, I could do that. But I thought that's a separate podcast. That's a separate channel, you know, where we just, you know, basically stamp out true crime videos or podcasts every week. I wanted to do something where I could just turn on the microphone, say what I want to say, do what I want to do. And I don't care what, because I'm not fettered by, um, and controlled by YouTube here. I can say and do what I want, but you know what? Most of the time, I think my podcasts are very sweet and wholesome and, you know, not very adult at all. And I think that's because when you really do have freedom to say or do anything you want, the words just flow like you're talking to a friend. You don't talk crude or crassly or um, blue, you know, the word blue, you know, like adult with friends. But on YouTube where you're restricted and you're not allowed to say it, they don't want you swearing, they don't want you talking about this, that, and the other thing. When you do improvisational work like I do, oh, there's this little switch in my brain that just says, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. <laughs> the little voice in my head has a skewed moral compass. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard that phrase or term before, but I don't think I've coined it. But when you're talking about Gerardo Aguilo, he definitely, <laughs> the guy behind that channel, definitely has a skewed moral compass, but what are you going to do? That's what you get for free. <laughs> what do you expect for free? Well, anyway, it was great seeing all of you today, and I'm going to let you go and let you get back to enjoying your Valentine's Day, and, and uh, I hope you have a wonderful week. It's starting to get warm out at least where I live in Ohio, and maybe winter's going to fade early this year, and that couldn't come any sooner, if you ask me. Stay safe, have fun, and, um, you know, do something crazy this week for yourself for Valentine's Day. You know, if it's, if it feels right, just do it, and have fun, and live your life. We only go around once, and I want you to have the best life you can have, and I want you to be the best version of who you are that you can be. So just have fun today and this week, okay? All right. Until I see all of you again, please have a most blessed day. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Hueo. Please take a moment to share this podcast with someone who might enjoy it and to rate or review it on your podcast player of choice. Those small things only take a few minutes and they really do help our podcast grow. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library videos online 
at youtube.com slash tirardohueo. Links to connect with us on social media and to take a look at our merchandise can be found in the show notes. The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardohueo at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels and his entire staff, thank you.